Recorded live. Praise the Lord. And welcome back once again to In Divine Ministry. Hey, super. Glory be to God. I'm so glad to be here once again. And I'm thanking God for tonight and our lesson. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, tonight's lesson, we're going to be talking about the land grant covenant. So all this week we're going to be talking about the covenant of God. I'm so happy to to know that there's going to be uh, this talk about these co- different covenants. Yesterday we talked about the Hebrew, uh, academic covenant and the Noahic covenant. So today we're talking about the land grant covenant. Now this is the one he made with Abraham and his descendants and the Jewish people. Amen. Glory be to God. So I want to get into this teaching tonight. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to thank Trish Langerstrong for watching tonight. Tracy Young is here. Amen. Glory be to God. I see Superintendent Green is here tonight. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm just thanking everyone to be a part of this once again. We are. Glory be to God. Hi, Trish. Amen. It's so nice to have you here. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I know. Hi, Superintendent Green. I tell you, I love my people. So today is Monday, and the old 2020, September 11th, day 21. Now, this is also synonymous with the anniversary of 9-11. Amen. Glory be to God. Or what happened to the Twin Towers. But amen. Glory be to God. I, I, sadly, I forgot to mention my anniversary for me being an 18-year breast cancer survivor September 9th. So there's a lot of anniversaries going on, a lot of stuff. So we want to thank God for that. Amen. Glory be to God that I'm still here. We bless the Lord. C.R. Parker is in the house tonight. Amen. Glory be to God. So um, as we open our scriptures tonight, glory be to God. Once again, my name is Pastor Alina McQueen. I know Holly, no hair. I am a daughter put two braids in and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Glory be to God. Um, so we're talking about these covenants once again. And I just want to briefly go over the, the academic covenant, which was, oh, praise be to God. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. For those of you who want to call in, Dion has been faithful for getting on the line and calling and helping me to pray. Amen, and I thank God for that because there's just some nights. I've been praying every single night since August 22nd, and there is no break in what we do. Amen, glory be to God. So I'm thanking God, amen, for, I know, thank you, Lord. I'm thanking God for those who have been chipping in and calling in, amen. So if you want to call in, that number is 724-444. Seven four four four. Amen. Glory be to God. And the call ID number is one four four seven five five pounds. Amen. So seven five five pounds. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So the act the academic covenant was the one that was given to Adam. Amen. Glory be to God. And we talked about how Adam was given the covenant not to eat from the tree. Amen. And we broke it down to how Adam and Eve were standing together. And even though they were right next to each other and the serpent beguiled Eve and told all these things to her, amen, glory be to God, 
believe it or not, Adam was standing right there watching all this transpire, and yet she just turned around to give him the apple. It wasn't that she ran across to him and had to go find him with the apple. No, he was standing right there. So because of what he's done, and that's why when God gave him that curse and he said, because you were eating the apple, eating that, that precious fruit from that tree, that is why he said, from dust you dust you came, dust you should go back. You're going to eat until you go back to dust. Amen. He's going to have to work. You're going to work for him making that bad choice. Amen. And isn't that what we go through? We go through, we suffer because of some of the choices that we make. We hear God say no. We God shows us signs, and we choose to ignore them. We'd be like, oh, I'm going to be all right. We, you know, we're going to work this out, and then it doesn't work out. It, it ends up being more worse for you than if you would have had just to said no. Amen. So I want us to understand that when we get these, into these covenants with God and we tell him, Lord, I'm, I'm going to give up smoking. I'm going to give up drinking. I'm going to give up running after men. I'm going to give up running after women. I'm going to give up out here lying and cheating and stealing and manipulating folks and trying to get my own way. When we break these covenants, when we, especially when we make them with God, that's the worst part. We make these covenants with God and then we don't keep them. And then, you know, the word we, we talked about in the word, he said, I swear before God. Why even lie there? You swear before God what? So the lies keep coming. So we want to make sure that we don't fall into these traps and stairs that we lay for ourselves. We ain't talking about what other people lay for us. We're talking about the ones that we lay for ourselves because we done swear before God, we done made covenants with him, and we break these covenants, which breaks his heart in the end run because even though he already knew you weren't going to keep it, he even giving you what you want, and yet you still fell short. Amen. Glory be to God. So what you do, you pick yourself up, you forgive yourself. Because it's not that God hasn't forgiven you. He already has. He's already thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. It's we ourselves who don't forget ourselves. We are more abusive to our own selves than somebody else can be. Can you imagine? We beat up ourselves so bad for, for us not keeping covenant, for not keeping our word, for not um, holding up our end of the bargain. That um, And we, when we fall short, we begin to, to really get on ourselves really bad. And I need not for that to happen to you because the Bible teaches us that a righteous man follows seven times. Amen. Um, the covenants that we're going over tonight, like yesterday, we went over the um, Adam covenant. We talked about that yesterday, and we talked about the Noah covenant. So we got both covenants down. Now we're going to talk about the land grant covenant. So here's these different covenants. So as you go through the covenants, you're going to find out where you fall in. Uh, these covenants were in place as each and every different scenery happens, the scene. But there's covenants that we make with God. Listen to this. When we make covenants with God to say, God, I'm going to stop sleeping around. I'm going to wait until I get married. I'm not going to sleep with no man until he puts a ring on my finger. And I'm going to, he makes me an honest woman. And then we as women, we want, we want that embracement so bad. We want that, that feeling of closeness and that touch that we throw it all out the window just so we can be with that person. And there's men that's like that too. They just love being with a woman. 
Um, but glory be to God, they forget they made this promise to God. How many men did I have run into that said, if only God would give me a godly woman? And then when he sends them to them, you don't know how to treat them. Amen. Glory be to God. What you do is you abuse them, you lie to them, you cheat from them, you steal from them, and you're still out there sleeping around. Why would you ask God to send you a godly woman? You want to know why? Because you know she's supposed to forgive you. But when she don't forgive you, well, the first thing they want to do is challenge the fact that you are a Christian. No, you need to challenge yourself because you broke your own covenant with God. You told him you would give up this lifestyle the minute you got what you wanted. Now you got what you want, you still ain't acting right. So who's to blame here? Amen? So this is why we have to check ourselves when we make promises to people, when we make promises to God. Amen? Glory be to God. When we make promises to our pastors. Amen? Because they're the vessels of God. Amen? Glory be to God. We're supposed to respect and honor them. There's no reason for you to be in the church if you don't respect the man or woman of God that you're up under. If you can't respect them, leave. Don't sit there and be the one that sets the trap and snares to make other people fall so that they think the church don't survive or thrive. You could be that person that tears tear it down for absolutely no reason. Amen? But that was a good question. There are covenants that are already in place, but yes, there are some covenants that we create ourselves with God. So it's something that we need to think about before we make promises or I swear before God, I promise. You know, there, there's another covenant that happens at the New Year, and that's the one where people promise they're going to lose weight, they're going to go back to school, I'm going to get singing lessons. You made a vow last year, okay? Do you still intend to keep that vow, or have you already broken that vow? Mm, that's the question I need to ask. I don't need to know what the vow is because that's between you and God. But if you're going to keep your word to God, you need to keep it. Because once you break it, there's only so many times you're going to break a vow with God when he's going to stop listening. I'm being for real here. There's come, there comes a point in time when he knows that you're just giving him lip service. And you're not going to honor the words out of your mouth. You're not going to honor the words out of your heart. So what happens is you're giving him lip service. So whatever you say doesn't mean nothing to God because all you're doing is slapping your gums. Amen. And once you stop, amen, glory be to God. So you want to renew that vow of God that this time you intend on keeping it? Mm-hmm. Now listen, the Bible teaches us that a righteous man follows seven times. So if you broke the vow, get up, repent, and try again. Never give up until you win. It was with a person. I don't know who you made the vow to, and um, if it was to a pastor or to a friend. Okay, whatever, whoever you made that vow to, was it something that was so important it needed to be kept? Because if anything, if it don't need to be kept, you can ask for forgiveness. You really can, and, and just let it go, let go and let God. Um, and you need to be sincere from your heart. Start praying about it. Because unless it really needs to be kept for some reason, 
Lord, I'm going to keep this vow because I really felt that it was important for our relationship. Amen. Glory be to God. Because if I keep this relationship, I know that I'll keep your relationship with you. So sometimes we have to examine how we do our covenant, how we do our vows, how we make our promises. So we want to be promise keepers. We want to make sure that people look at you and say, that's the honorable woman of God. She keeps her word no matter what. It may, hey, it may take her a long time, but she finally gets around to it. Amen. Glory be to God. And she'll apologize till the sun comes down, but at least she does it. So you want to become that honorable person, not the dishonorable one that people be like, mm, girl, don't listen to a word she says. She's always saying she's going to do something and she ends up doing nothing. So you don't want to be that person. You just don't because that's, not, that's a poor reflection of God in you. Amen? Does anybody else have any more questions about covenant? This was good. This was good. Uh, you know, I really, because I think people are afraid to ask questions because they're afraid to seem silly, but it's not silly. Amen? It's the difference between wanting to make it in and did not make it in at all. I mean, all because you was afraid to ask the question. Amen? But I, I want you to know that either way it goes, whether you keep the, renew the vow and keep your, keep your words this time or just ask forgiveness. One or two ways that you can make yourself that upright woman of God, man of God, you can ask for forgiveness. Praise the Lord, Yvonne Long is in the house, y'all. Oh, no, Trish, I'm so sorry to hear that. Father, I, 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 I want to pray for you right now. My God, hallelujah. Oh, his son, my God, get it a both son, get it a both thing. I want to pray for Trish Lagerstone right now in the name of Yeshua Jesus, that Father, that you begin to cover her. I want to plead the blood on every circumstance, God, even as she cries at night because she misses him so. Father, he was an upright man. Ah, oh, hallelujah. He was very good to her. But Father, he took her young, took him young. Father, right now, keep her. Keep her. Because whatever man that has her in sight, God, Father, let her prepare herself for him. Father, let her first be your bride, hallelujah, before she becomes a bride again. Give her a chance to go through her grievance, God. And, Father, make peace with what has happened. Father, I thank you right now for you touching her. Woo! Touch her right now. Mama, my soul, the little boat. Mama, my soul, Touch her right now. Get a little boat, Father, I thank you right now. Hallelujah. Father, hallelujah. I want you to make her needs known and met, God. Father, don't let nothing go untouched, God. Father, right now, if she needs money for rent, her mortgage, for a car payment, for her life, her gas, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I know you did it for me. I know you certainly can do it for her. Father, right now, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, I lift up your name on her behalf, God. I touch and agree with each and every last one of her prayers that she lose nothing. Hallelujah. We thank you right now. We give you glory. We give you honor, God. The devil is alive and the truth is not in him. 
Hallelujah. She is still going to be upright in her walk and her upkeep, God. She's still working in the kingdom, God. Father, right now, hallelujah, we thank you. We thank you for her right now. Bless her. Cover her. Hallelujah. I thank you for her. And your son, your Jesus' name, Yeshua, hallelujah, amen and amen. Trish, glory be to God. I'm going to give you my phone number. You can give me a call. We can pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Because I know it's not easy. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It's not easy. Hallelujah. Sometimes somebody don't even know that when you when you have somebody you really love and they're gone, there's no way you can go back and and and, and pull them out of the grave to bring them back to you. They're gone for good. And and it's that it's 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 like Adam and Eve. She was bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We 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 pray that marriage lasts forever, that neither one of them die until they're hundreds. But when it comes like this, we have to give God glory and give him thanks because he probably needed rest. Amen. Glory be to God. This is why it's mean about covenant. Even marriage is a covenant. Marriage is a covenant. The bed is undefiled because of that covenant in marriage. There's no third or fourth or fifth person in it. Marriage is a covenant. It's just me and my husband and God. The only third person should be in this mix is God. That's it. There's no outsiders in this. It's just us and God. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm so glad to see you, Yvonne Long. God bless your heart. Amen. Now, we're starting out tonight's little teaching with the land covenant. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. On the day the Lord made a covenant in Abraham, saying, to your descendants I give this land. That's Genesis 15 and 8. The land grant covenant of Genesis 15 is a blood covenant given land with designated boundaries. So they were designated boundaries. Amen. God bless you too. Amen. To Abraham and his descendants, blood covenant are the most binding. They require the shedding of the blood as to seal the covenant. I don't know. I'm probably talking my age now. But I remember once upon a time when we used to slit our hands and we made ourselves blood sisters and blood brothers. We used to cut each other and so we could connect that blood so we could be one. This is what he's talking about, that shedding of that blood, amen, that unites everyone and make them all family. They make them all. But now we're talking about a blood covenant. Amen. You did it too? Amen. I, I, I said I'm speaking my age now. <laughs> Because that's what we used to do we little. They can't do it no more because we don't know who has AIDS. So you can't do that blood covenant stuff anymore. Amen. We used to want to, but no, no transfer of the blood. So glory be to God. Right. <laughs> but it was, it was popular back in our day. Amen. It was very, very popular. 
And I was, you used to be excited. Oh, we're going to be blood sisters forever. We're going to be blood brothers forever. We're going to be friends for the rest of our lives. And yet, <laughs> glory be to God, I don't even know who my blood sister was anymore. I can't remember their name. I can't. And I must have done quite a few people. Everybody wanted to be my blood sister. I'm going to be a blood sister too. I didn't gave up a lot of blood to people. Amen. Amen. Um. In his in blood covenants are the most binding, as they require the shedding of the blood as the seal of the covenant. The Lord instructed Abraham to slay a heifer, a goat, a ram, two birds, and divide their carcasses, except for the birds. <laughs> Amen. You lost the fight. <laughs> Amen. So he had the, the big animals. He had them cut them in two. Except for the birds. Amen. And except for the birds, and the right and the left making an aisle between them. When the Lord entered this type of blood covenant, he passed between the slain pieces, reciting the contents of the covenant, symbolizes that either party breaks the covenant, their blood would be spilled in their bodies. Split in half. Can you imagine? You broke this covenant with God, so now your blood is going to be spilled and you're going to be split in half. Because guess what? You just showed that there were two sides of you. One side that loved God and one side that still loves the world. Amen. So now he's splitting you in two to make you understand this is not how you're supposed to be. Amen. Abraham was put in a deep sleep since the Lord was going to walk between the sacrificed animals, and Abraham could not look upon him and live. Amen. Everybody know that the covenant is? Okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry about that. Can't serve two masters. That's right. We can't. Amen. The provision of the land grant covenant. God gave Abraham the title deed to the holy land and the land of the Lord. Amen. He walked past through this blood covenant and he turned it over to Abraham. This was his covenant between him and him and um, God. Amen. Adonai. Glory be to God. This was his covenant because this blood was shed to let him know that this territory belonged to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Signs of the covenant. The first sign of the covenant is the land according to the prescribed borders from the Nile River to the Euphrates rivers and from the Persian Peninsula to the Asian Minor. Now that's Genesis 15, Genesis 15, 18 to 21. That day Adonai made a covenant with Abram 
I have give, given this land to your descendants from the Vadi of Egypt and from the great river, the Euphrates River, and the territory of Kenai, and the Kinzi of Kalomi, and the Hittai, and the Prisai, and the Rephraim, and the Imari, and the Canaanian, and Gershia, and Uvish. So these were all these territories. Now, if I'm reading for you in English, because I know there was somebody like, okay, what was that? In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying unto thy seed, I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kenzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Raphaels, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Gergesites, and the Jebusites. Amen. So all of these, these were all of the covenants that he made, and this is all of the territory that Abraham inherited because of this covenant he made with God. Amen. Though Israel had never fully occupied all of their promised land, when the Messiah Israel returned to Jerusalem to reign over his kingdom, they will occupy all of the land provided in the land grant covenant. The second sign of the covenant is the Jewish people, chosen people for chosen land, which he calls my land. Though he created the world, he claims to be a peace of real estate as his land. He gave it with designated borders by blood, covenant in Abraham and his descendants. Amen. Now, we're studying this book here, but I wanted to show you something. Because he was talking about the land. Now, here it is. These are the ter- some of the territories that he was talking about this. Jesus walked through that belonged to Abraham. Amen? So they're all right here in these lessons that we're going to be teaching on um, after Chesuba is over. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys to be getting this because now you have these new weapons and you have these new tools. You're not working with the same weapons and you're not working with the same old tools. God is arming you with new stuff. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm so excited about that. So... So he, though he created the world, he claims the peace and real estate of land. He gave it by his designated borders, by the blood covenant to Abraham and his descendants. Now Leviticus 25 and 23 states that the land is not to be sold in perpetuity because the land belongs to me. You are only a foreigner and temporary resident to me. Amen. It did Second Chronicles. 7 and 20 says, Then I will pull them up by the roots out of the land I have given them. This house, which I consecrated for my name, I will eject from my sight, and I will make it an example to avoid an object of scorn among all people. Amen. Then I will pluck them up by their roots out of my land which I have given them, in this house, which I have sanctified for my name, and I will cast out of my sight and will make it the proverb and a byword among all nations. Amen. So he really was making it known that this belonged to God. And, hey, you were renters. Glory be to God. They were renters, and they needed to be plucked up and removed. Amen. Glory be to God. Jeremiah 2 and 7 says, 
I brought you into this fertile land to enjoy its fruits and all its good things. But when you entered, you defiled my land and made my heritage loathsome. Now, see, you entered into the land of God. Amen. Glory be to God. And you broke the covenant. Amen. I'm telling you. And you defiled the land with your sin. So we have to understand that even when we, just because we walk into church, does it automatically cleanse us? We walk in there filthy beings waiting to be cleaned up by God in his word. Amen. It's that that we need to stand on and stand by, that we can know that, okay, God, I'm going to enter into this land of milk and honey because of these covenants that we've made with you, God, and we're keeping this covenant. We're keeping our word. We're going to keep ourselves clean. We're going to keep our bodies a living sacrifice unto you, God. Amen. We're going to make sure that we honor our mother and our father. We're going to make sure that we keep the Lord's name. We don't keep the, take the Lord's name in vain. Amen. We won't be worshiping any false images or idols. These are these covenants that we go into with God because we want to make sure that we are not an abomination to him. Amen. Glory be to God. <laughs> oh, glory. Hallelujah. And the last one is Joel 3 and 2 and 3. And he says, And also a male and female slaves in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and I will show wonders in the sky on the earth, blood, fire, and columns of smoke. Amen. So we already know. Amen. Glory be to God. He made it clear that he was going to not destroy this world once again with water, but the next time it shall be with fire. Amen. Glory be to God. May God add a blessing to the reading and his teaching of this word. Amen. Glory be to God. So we thank God for the land covenants today. Um, tomorrow we're going to be doing, uh, Dion, are you ready? Tomorrow we're going to be doing Abraham and Moses. Amen. We'll be doing their covenants tomorrow. Amen. Glory be to God. I was so excited that people are waiting for different parts of the teaching. It, it really enhances something within you, and it, 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 it brightens your, this doesn't even brighten your feature. It's just the fact that when you learn, it, it makes you more susceptible and sensitive to God. Because the more you learn, the more you take in, the more you start to understand, okay, I get it now. I didn't get it before, but I get, I'm getting it now. Amen. Hallelujah. I am telling you. <laughs> All right. So now, today is LU 20. It is Monday, September 11, day 21. And today we repent the Ecclesia for failing to know the land grant covenant. So that's the covenant we just done. Amen. The Lord make a covenant with Abraham, saying, To your offspring I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river Euphrates. Amen. So that's Genesis 15 through 18. Amen. Glory be to God. So today, our worship scripture comes from Psalms 145, 8 through 21. Amen. Glory be to God. And he says, Adonai is merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and great in grace. 
Adonai is good to all. His compassion rests on all his creatures. All your creatures will thank you, Adonai, and your faithful servants will bless you. They will speak of the glory of your kingship, and they will tell about your might. To let everyone know of your mighty acts and the glorious majesty of your kingship. Your kingship is the everlasting kingship. Your reign continues through all generations. Adonai supports all who fall and lifts up all who are bent over. Amen. I thank God for that word because I was bent over. So they put me, gave me a little help, and now I'm upright again. I thank God. Um, hallelujah. Woo! For the ones who are bent over. Look at the word even supports what you're what you, what you saying. Hey, come on, Jesus. Glory be to God. The eyes of all of you, the eyes of all are all looking unto you. You will give them their food at the right time. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every little living thing. Adonai is righteous in all his ways, full of grace in all he does. Adonai is close to all who call him, to all who sincerely call on him. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He hears the cries and saves them. Adonai protects all who love him, but all the wicked he destroys. My mouth will proclaim the praise of Adonai. All the people will bless his holy name forever and forever. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're now. What is vain, what is the vain domination? Huh. Hold on. Give me a second. I like to answer questions. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to research this because you're talking in the um the spiritual sense. I'm getting something in a. Hold on, let me see if I can look it up a different way, because what I'm getting is not it's not spiritual. Okay, it's, it's, it's just saying it's vain. You wrote it wrong. Okay. All right, I'll wait. While you rewrite that, let me go to the next thing that we should supposed to be doing. So today we're talking about um, the next name on our list. Because yesterday we did Yahweh, Yahweh Mecca. 
Today we're doing Yahweh Kavodi. Amen. Yahweh Kavodi. Glory be to God. So Yahweh Kavodi, I am the glorious one. But you, O Yahweh, O the Lord, are shield about me. Kabodi, my glory, and the lifter of my head. O Yahweh Kabodi, over and over you have rescued me from my soul. When my soul is downcast, it is you, Yahweh Kabodi, who lifts my head and give me rest. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So that is Yahweh Kabodi. So I am the glorious one, Psalms 3 and 3, amen? And we know that today's number is still Yod, amen? Yod, which have the numerical value of 10. This is the number 10, amen? Glory be to God. And once again, it's symbolic of hand, spiritual, and humility, amen? So so vain, so it's a vain dominion you was trying to say, or vain um I'm trying to oh, what is the church knob denomination mine or because we know some denominations are just made up of different types of religion, that whatever they pulled out of the Bible. Amen. Glory be to God. And that's how they construct their denomination. The Baptists um, got theirs on baptism. The apostolics get theirs on, uh, on the apostleship. And then we're talking about AME, which is African. Okay, there we go. So everybody has a different religion. And they break down these denominations for different pieces that they pull from the Bible. AME Church is an African Methodist and Episcopal Church, which pulls all those three together because African Church serve as one way, Methodist another, and then there's the Episcopalian Church. Now, everybody pulls different parts of the Bible for them to stand on. And then we have Jehovah Witnesses, which is another denomination, and that is all based on not the Bible per se, but on a vision that a young man had in the in the in the forest. Um, Salvation Army got their their denomination because Mr. Boone, Mr. Pat Boone, the one who created the Salvation Army, he got his religion because he belonged to the Methodist Church, and he was unhappy how they was treating the alcoholics and the prostitutes and the young people out on the street. So what he did was he gathered them all together. And he gave them a religion. He gave them the Salvation Army. Now, people don't know that they wear two S's on their, on their shoulder. And the two S's stands for save to serve. Save, serve who? Serve God. But they don't do communion. They, and they don't talk about speaking in tongues and all this other stuff because all they teach is straight Bible. They don't do communion because a lot of the people they picked up off the streets were alcoholics. And guess what? You can't give alcoholics alcohol. If you're trying to clean them up and dry them out, you don't want to give them something to make them fall again. Amen? Um, like I said in Jehovah Witness, I can go into details about all this. I teach this all in my evangelistic class um, because when we, I try to teach them how to deal with these different denominations, especially when they fight them on certain things. But I deal with that in my evangelistic class. But I hope 
that gave you an insight on what denomination was. Did I answer your question? I praise the Lord that I did. Amen. Glory be to God. I love when people ask me questions. I don't want nobody to leave here confused. And if that if, if it didn't answer the question, please let me know because I can go into it a little bit deeper. But like I said, I saved that for my evangelistic class because I, I teach them about each religion. And I do that because we need to be awoken to what each religion does. I think a lot of people... Is, is my church non-denominational? I won't say that because non-denominational is still a religion. I hate to say that. My ministry is helps ministry. Why are we helps ministry? We're, we're, we're not officially, well, we, we are church, we are ministry. We're some of both because I do pastor, I do teach. Amen. But I, I don't declare myself non-denominational or, or uh, just because I'm an apostle. I don't, uh, don't even declare the apostleship over the church that I have. Um, glory be to God, I just declare, declare that we are a help ministry. We're here to help one another. We're here to help people. We hang our scriptures on John uh, 15 and, and 5 and 7, and we uh, hang the other one on 1 Corinthians 12 and 28. The reason why I do that is because 12 and 28 talks about the different offices of the apostleship, the pastorship, and they talk about the teacher and the helps ministry and the governmental prophet, which I am. I'm all of these things in one. But my whole thing is, is that I don't want everybody to come, and when they come and see me, that they say, oh, she's apostolic, or she's Baptist, or she's non-denominational, or she's this and that and everything else. Because I don't believe in putting God in a box. I just don't. God never declared himself Baptist. He never declared himself non-denominational. He never declared himself A&E. He never said Jehovah's Witness. He never declared himself apostolic. He just never declared it. He is God. And God is not male nor female. He is a true spirit. He's the spirit of God. Amen. And I don't put him in a box. I, I would not dare say to somebody, he's Baptist. No, he's not. Just because Jesus got baptized don't make them Baptist. Amen. Glory be to God. Just because he had apostles don't make God an apostleship. Amen. I just believe that God is God. That's right. There is no denomination in heaven, not one. You will not see the angels come down here and declare, <laughs> amen, glory be to God. You just said it wrong. Where is this? And it's not so. He created the heavens and he created the earth. That's all we know. Amen. The denominations came from man. It did not come from God. Amen. So like I said, I hope and pray that that answers some people's questions. Amen. Glory be to God. Sister Green. Yes, ma'am. All right. Did that answer your question, too? Yes, it did. For some reason, my Facebook stopped. Oh, did it? Okay. Well, I'm glad to have you and talk to you still. Okay. <laughs> but but amen. I understand. That's the truth. God, there is no religion in heaven. 
So I'm not saying anybody is right. I'm not saying anybody is wrong. I'm just saying that's how I believe. Amen. I believe God is God. He's a spirit. He is the protector of all. He said he reigns in the just and the unjust. Amen. That he said he used lover of all, but because he loved on everyone on earth, that's why he sent his only begotten son to die for us. Amen. Um, there's nothing more that I can say about that. I mean, glory be to God. I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I'm an apostle. I'm not knocking the fact that I am an apostle. He, he explained it to me in a dream, and I, I had to accept it. I didn't want it, but it, it, it was his elevation, not mine. But what I love the most is to teach. I never desired to have in my own church. I still don't. But if God gives me one, I'll take it. Amen? Because it's, his, it's, it's what he desires for me to do, not for me. Amen? But I will be right here on Facebook teaching you guys whether you want me or not. <laughs> Amen. Glory be to God. And then I can keep bothering, I can keep bothering Superintendent Green at church. <laughs> Amen. All right. Are there any more questions? Yes, the total fivefold. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. Are there any more questions? Mm. I'm telling you, this is a question that I like this. Everybody has a different type of Bible, even though the first original Bibles was the Torah, and they were not Bibles. They were actually scrolls that were written. And as we began at the beginning of this, I wish you had been here since the beginning because we did explain that. Um, the Torah is made of the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Amen. And when you meet people and you meet all of their Bibles, everybody has a portion of the Bible in their Bible. I read the complete Jewish Bible because it's supposed to be part of the scrolls and part of the Torah. Even though it's an English version, if I read the real Torah, you wouldn't understand a word I was saying. So that's why I'm reading the complete Jewish Bible. But I also have my King James. I've, I've been raised on King James all my life. And I do still read my NIV if I don't understand nothing in the complete Jewish Bible or in the King James. So I do use all of them to, to, as a form of a weapon for my understanding, for my teaching, because I don't want nobody to walk away from me confused. I don't believe in that. I want their answers to be met. Amen? So there are different types of Bibles from people, different types of understanding. Amen? One Bible is not going to be enough. For your pure understanding, I really don't believe so because over the years, when I first became saved, I think I was Bible crazy because there was no such thing as an uh, internet that did what the, the 10 Bibles I ran around with. But you, when you find people who's really deep into God, they have, always have more than one Bible because if this one translation doesn't under, make it understood, I want to go to this one. Well, this one, I'm not getting into it. Let me join this one. And then somewhere along the line, when, you walk, when you're walking through it, something clicks. So I would not have in the many different Bibles. I mean, it, to each his own. I mean, not everybody's going to like eggs. Not everybody's going to like ice cream. You, you would think everybody in the world should love ice cream, but there's a lot of people who hate it. So guess what? 
but everybody has a Bible for their own taste. Amen. Everybody has a taste of the clothes that they like to wear. Everybody has a taste of the way they like to wear their hair. Amen. Glory be to God. Those differences is not to bump heads with one another, but it's a way that you can use them to aid yourself and your understanding. It enhances your understanding. You've got the NIV and the King James Version. Amen. And guess what? When you don't understand the King James, you can go to the NIV. It works. Amen. So I would not that. I used to run around with five Bibles. People did not understand why I used to run around with them. I had a big, heavy bag. I think that's why my back is bad now. I had a big, heavy bag I ran around with with five Bibles. And when I was in church, I was listening to the pastor. I was like, I don't understand what he's saying. So I would pull out the other Bible and look through it and go, oh, that's what he meant. Because I had a contemporary Bible. I had an NIV. I had a King James. I had a, um, a, a, a new edition standard um, I, and I also had the uh, the concordance. I had a concordance. Had to have them all. Didn't understand why. Didn't know that he was preparing me for this. Because especially when you're a teacher, you arm yourself with as much information you can get. Because you don't want nobody to walk away from you confused. And I've been a teacher all of my life. I love teaching. I, I teach little kids. Oh, you even had the Living Bible, see? Yep. Teen Bible and KGV. See, everybody. everybody. <laughs> hey, to everybody, to each his own, and everybody has their own type and their own place. This is what works for me. If it doesn't work for you, fine. Don't knock me for what I'm using. Congratulate me that I want to get the understanding. And I think we as Christians need to get away from telling somebody, oh, I just read the King James. It's the word for me. But some of these C's and D's, I don't get. Hello? I don't get. I got to translate the C's, D's, and easy, easy, and all these other names and stuff. So, yeah, no. If you got to use them, use them. I'm serious. These are, listen, it's for your understanding. Amen. It's for your understanding. You need something to arm yourself with so you can fight the enemy because when you fight the enemy, you're not going to be fighting him with this. You're going to be fighting him with words, and you better know your words. Amen. Glory be to God. So if you got to have one, one word in your, in your arsenal so you can understand better, do it. Amen. Amen. That's right. Ask God to show you. That's right. You know a lot of the stuff that I'm teaching tonight, it's funny because a lot of it I didn't even know I had in me. Like, I used to study the Bible so much that I've forgotten everything. Now while I'm teaching again, everything is coming up, and I'm, like, finding scriptures, like, oh, my God, I forgot that existed. But it's because he said, look, thy word that I hid in my heart that I may not, what? Sin against thee. You don't want to sin against God. So you hide that word in your heart. Amen. You get it down into your spirit. Because he said in due time, the Holy Spirit will bring it, bring it back. He said it bring all things back to remembrance. You want that Holy Spirit to aid you when you're teaching or explaining something to someone that you don't sound foolish, that you would know you can stand sure, fit and sure, you stand on a sure foundation in knowing your word. Amen? Because that's that word just coming up to saying, look, this is how you're going to help this person. 
Amen. And you're doing it by the word of God. You're not doing it by your flesh. Because in this flesh, what? Dwelleth no good thing. But you're doing it by the spirit. The spirit that dwells within. Glory be to God. Thank you for your questions. I appreciate that. Amen. Amen. Everybody's been silent up until tonight, but I'm glad. Amen. I I like that. (laughs) When you become a teacher, you like to answer questions. Amen. You don't want to leave no stone unturned. Amen. Glory be to God. So now we're going back (laughs) to our word. Uh, We just did Yod, um, the number of 10. So tonight's confession and repentance, we are going from Genesis 12 and 7. So let's start from there. Amen. Adonai appeared to Abram and said, to your decision. Now, Abram is Abraham's Jewish name. Amen. Amen. How do you, why are you doing this to me now, dear? <laughs> How do you know when you have outgrown a church? Now, let me say this to you. Um, if your pastor's preaching, has plateaued, and you're not getting nothing new out of it. I mean, do all you can to to renew yourself with him or God, or maybe um, there's something going on in you that you're not meeting up with him anymore. You might be outgrowing your own church. If there's no place for for you to go there, you can't get into a leadership position because you now know you have leadership skills in you. Uh, glory be to God, you may need to find someone who may need to find an up-and-coming church that needs help. Um, it's not the fact that you have outgrown them so much because you've learned so much that you need to pour out, but sometimes a smaller church will give you more of what you need than what a larger church will give you. Now, if you're in a smaller church and the pastor seems dry and you know, you, you're trying to get some excitement out of it, but that's not what you're accustomed to. Maybe maybe it's not that you've outgrown the church. Maybe that's just not the church for you. So this is what I'm saying to you. So sometimes we feel like we've outgrown our pastors, and I'm not saying that that's not so because it could be possible. Amen. Yvonne, you belong in my prophet's class. Why are you talking this now? <laughs> you belong in my province class or my evangelistic class. <laughs> Amen. When you can see spirits, what does that mean? It means you have you have a couple of gifts going on in you, and one of us could be the prophetic. Uh, amen. You could have a seer spirit. Amen. You could have a deliverance ministry within you, and it could be all of three. Amen. Because when you can absolutely see spirits and you can know and who they are, so you can rebuke them openly, that's a deliverance ministry. Um, I don't know if anybody has already told you that. Um, I don't know if you shared that with anyone. But yes, it, it could be one of one of many reasons. But I I, I keep hearing deliverance. It's just that nobody is showing you how to get rid of them. Sometimes you see the, you can see different shadows and stuff. You can see people with double faces. 
Yeah, part of the fivefold. Um, but not necessarily she may not have them all because if she's just a seer or if she's just deliverance, amen, um, she may be deliverance with the prophetic or she could be deliverance with evangelistic because the evangelists do have deliverance ministry. They can deliver people in the street. It's, it's, yeah. So, okay, you belong in one of my other classes. See this class, Yvonne? This one is coming in January. It's called Unlocking Your Destiny Prophetic Manual. It's by Dorothy Cannon. <laughs> I know it does. It's because nobody is teaching you about who you are. And this is where I come in at. A lot of people come to me because either the pastor is not aware of how to teach it, or is not familiar with it because not a lot of pastors are fivefold. It's just some pastors that are just that, just pastors. I mean, I got a pastor I'm dealing with now. He he thinks when I speak in tongues, he calls it noisy babble. But do I go anywhere? No, because God told me to plant my feet there. I'm enjoying myself there. I I don't feel pressed. I don't feel like I'm being rebuked. I just know that he's just saying it because he doesn't understand it. Not every pastor understands who and what you are. But eventually God starts to reveal. And I know he's doing that with this pastor that I'm with now. He's starting to reveal who I am to him. Because now he stopped putting demands on me in the wrong area. He's, he's stopping to, to look and see and pray. Yeah, noisy babble. He doesn't understand speaking in tongues. He's a Baptist preacher. I'm in a Baptist church. What would an apostle do in a Baptist church? I don't know. God is set in the tone, not me. I may not even be there for him. I could be in there just for superintendent. Amen. <laughs> she, she, she's the only one getting something out of it. Amen. And when my assignment is done, he'll, he'll release me to go somewhere else. There are some places you may go, it is just your assignment to bring change. Once the change has been brought, you feel a release. You feel relief to go somewhere else in peace with God. Amen. It's a lot to learn in, in, a, in a night. Where is this from? What do you mean? So don't be afraid of what's scaring you. Understand that you have power and authority over all. Always remember as long as you're speaking, oh, you're in Indiana? Oh, I'm in Boston. <laughs> yes. Okay, you're in Indiana. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. I, I know. Um, Dion Parker is from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Superintendent Green is from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I don't know where everybody else is from. I'm I'm looking. I I, I know everybody's name because I see you guys on my list all the time, and I pray for each and every last one of you guys. And I thank God for all of you um, being connected to In Divine. 
And uh, glory be to God. I'm so glad that Facebook Live did something like this because I always said that it was a disadvantage to have all these people and they never show up to some of the stuff that I teach, especially when I was teaching on Pal Talk. And I thought this was such a better venue to get all these messages out. Amen. If everybody would like to tell people where you are at right now, type it into the room, please. Um, like I said, uh, Superintendent Green is right here in Boston with me, and I, me and her serve in the same church. Um, she's one of the leaders that's over me. Glory be to God. But I don't mind. She, she's a blunder to be a blunder. <laughs> she's a blessing. I love her. She's awesome. Kansas City, Missouri. Amen. Glory be to God. Boy, it's 9 o'clock and we didn't even start with the prayer. You're welcome. You are such a sweetheart. I got to get you a real blessing for Christmas this year. I'm <laughs> telling you, you've been so nice to me. She picks me up at church. She picks me up to, to do events with the church because uh, I don't have a car of my own and I'm I'm disabled. But she she comes and gets me. I, I we have such a good time together. It's 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 a blessing. It really is. Amen. Um, Trish, if you want in divine ministries to show up to your church to do some teaching, I will be happy to come. You can connect with us, Dion Parker as well too. Um, connect with me here at Indivine dot uh, Indivine here on Facebook, or you can email me, amen, at indivines.co at gmail.com. I have my little crew that likes to hang with me, (laughs) and we would all be happy to come and do an evangelistic class. Same thing for you, um, Yolanda. I would be so glad to 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 come to your neighborhood. Really? Yvonne, yeah, I'd be happy to come to your neighborhood and bring a class, um, evangelistic, the apostle, the apostleship. I'm not teaching that class yet. <laughs> Glory be to God. But, uh, yeah. Port, Portage, Portage? Oh, Portage. All right, Portage, India. I, I will come. I don't have a problem. Actually, I have uh, two women that's right by you, uh, Angela and um, her armor bearer. They're right there in Tennessee, and they would drive over there just to come over and and spend some time with you guys. Yeah. They will come right over. They don't have a problem. They love driving places to go do ministry. And if I connect them with you so that they can come and have service, Yes, praise God. We don't have a problem. Um, I'm ready and willing to come. Amen. All you have to do is email me and we can connect, and I'll connect you up with Dion and see what we can do to get down there. Um, We can set up some dates for me to come in and just do some teaching and not just some preaching. South Bend is about a half an hour from where you're at? Okay. Oh, Dion, you know where she is? Oh, you know where South Bend, Indiana is. Okay. Half an hour is not that bad. How far are you from Tennessee? Well, I think you're closer to Tennessee than I am. 
So I don't have a problem. If you go to church and you want me to come in, okay, amen. So you want us to come and teach? Like I said, I teach several classes. I, I teach the prophetic class. Okay, so I'll see five hours. See, she would, she would swing by there in a minute because she, she, she did eight hours coming to us over to Missouri. She had a ball coming in eight hours. Five hours would be nothing for them. So, yeah, so um, I would be glad to teach the prophetic class. A lot of pastors want me to bring this to them. They love this class. Um, Teshuva is only once a year. And it goes from, it, it all depends on when um, Tishrei 1 comes, when it falls in the Hebraic calendar. So when it starts, it starts on Tishrei. It's at uh, every 30. Yeah. So whenever Yule 1 begins, that's when we start doing this. Um, they do a conference right before this. Oh, you don't go to a church building. Well, you are welcome to join us right here online. Amen. You could come anytime. We're here every night until the 30th, and then we start the weekly classes. So we have different classes that we teach from there. So I understand disabled person to disabled person. I have my walker here. I, I call it my pimped out daddy because it's blue. Amen. It's a blue, it's my blue rider. Amen. Glory be to God. Everybody be laughing. My apostle, I showed it to him. He was like, really? I said, yeah, but I glory be to God. I, I, I walk with it, get my little exercise in. I dance with it. Amen. Amen. But I don't have a problem. I do not have a problem. I'd be happy to come and, and Hey, you got a couch I can sleep on. You don't even have to pay for a hotel. I wouldn't even, put, I wouldn't even go for that. My Lord. We speak to the head injury. That whatever the effects that came from it, the ripples that it made, that, Father, it starts to decrease right now. Father, I even speak to the tremors in her body. I don't know why I see you trembling all the time. But, God, I speak to the tremors in her body that they see right now in the name of Yeshua Jesus, that she'll be able to take full control over her body once again, that she'll be able to stand upright, hallelujah, without falling, hallelujah, that she would feel the nerves come back into her body. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, get on the boat, shunned it on the boat, say, God, I thank you for what you've done for her so far, thus far. But, Father, she's ready for her next milestone. She's ready to get up. She's ready to get up and run again. Father, I thank you for it right now. We thank you for all things in your son. And Yeshua, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. I know he's going to touch you. Ah. Oh, Lord, he touched me. Oh, oh, Lord, he touched me. Yeah. Oh, Lord, he touched me. I cannot think of the rest of that word. Touch me now. Nope, that ain't even worse. 
All I know is he touched me. Oh, he touched me. And all the joy that floods my soul. And something happened. And now I know. He, he touched me. And made, he made me whole. We crossed paths, we gone where? I've been in so many places. A few years back. Yes, he touched me. I'm telling you. Well, give us a chance to come back and meet up with you again. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Let me see if we can get this prayers going. Amen. Our Father, Yahweh, Elohim, our merciful and righteous judge, I humbly, I, I, I understand, superintendent. <laughs> our Father, Yahweh, Elohim, Oh, it's on another site. I know where. I know where. We was all on. Oh. He had that. He had that site for a short while too, and it was. It was supposed to have been like um, MySpace. Yes, it was like MySpace, but it was called. Face, it was, no, it wasn't mm-hmm. Facebook. It was like MySpace. But it was called something else. It was called Christian Space. Pal Talk. Yeah, I'm on Pal Talk, too. Well, Pal Talk. Amen. Glory be to God. Angela Williams is in the house. Praise the Lord for her. Amen. Our Father, Yahweh, Elohim, O merciful and righteous judge, I humbly enter your court. In the name of Yeshua Jesus, by his blood to confess and repent and ask your forgiveness for my family, myself, for failing to know the grand covenant. Yeah, you did. Amen. Where you will let your people by your powerful hand. Please forgive us, Father, and open our eyes to see and live according to your eternal covenant, which will never pass away. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yeah, Pal Talk. Pal Talk is a place. I had a room there called In Divine Room. Everybody was in that room. It stayed filled until I stopped um, coming. I was Because I was in there every night like I was in here. Um, Pal Talk was the place. That's the name of it. It was called HisHolySpace.com. That's what it was. It was his holy space. You was on his holy space. Amen. I met a lot of people in his holy space, and they still followed me to here to Facebook. They followed me to face the MySpace and Facebook to uh, um, um, Black Planet, Face Planet. There was so many places. High Five. There was so many places I was on. Yes, there were so many places, but you, we was on hisholyspace.com. I knew it. I knew God would bring it right back to my remembrance. Amen. 
but we're going to give a praise for Thanksgiving right now. On the behalf of my family and myself, I praise your great name. Yahweh Kabodi, ah, the glorious one. So you need an introduction. Prophet Dion Parker, meet Yvonne Long. I thought, woo, did I? Oh, thank you. I'm sorry this took so long. Usually we'd be almost done by now. You're a newbie. Amen. <laughs> sorry. These are, these are my people. They follow. I love them. Amen. Let's look. Um, Israel, our Father, we pray that Israel Prime Minister Netanyahu, as well as the other Israeli leaders, Stand on your provisions and promises in the land-grant covenant recorded in Genesis 15. Confessions. Oh. Oh, wow. Ooh. Okay. Didn't know that happened. Okay. We, the Ecclesia, confess and repent that many leaders believe to fail to know the provisions of the land-grant covenant. We repent for failing to be a voice for the Jewish people, the biblical heirs of the Holy Land. Amen. Well, if you ran, it wasn't your time. But God put that, he put that seed into your spirit and it's grown. So glory be to God. Um, He's not finished with you yet. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm hearing, please be patient with me. Please be patient with me. God is not through with me. Yeah, he keeps bringing his old songs back up. Please be patient. And I know a lot of new songs, but these old ones keep coming up. But they're, they're, they're telling me about you. Amen. Yeah, after the call, he's getting ready to do something with you. We, the Ecclesia, repent that many believers fail to know the provisions of the land-grant covenant. We repent for failing to be a voice for the Jewish peoples and the biblical heirs of the Holy Land. Amen. Praise and thanksgiving. Our Father, we thank and praise you that your gifts and callings are irrevocable. Romans 11 and 29, we are eager for that day when the borders of your land in Israel align with your true holy words. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, He remembers his covenant forever. The word that he commanded for thousands of generations saying, to you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. Psalms 105, 8 and 11. I mean, this is a season where a lot of people are going to inherit property. This is a a season where people, a lot of people are going to be getting Inheritances. Some will be small, some will be large, but they are going to be they're going to be lost inheritances. It's going to be inheritance that they should have gotten years ago, and um, God is going to be knocking on people's doors. Amen. Glory be to God and letting them know that they've been looking for you. Amen. Glory be to God that you had a unknown a person give you an inheritance, and you need to claim it. You have time to do so. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're praying for the Ecclesia Church. Amen. Glory be to God. Local assemblies and leadership. Pray that our minds comprehend the foundational teaching 
of the land grant covenant and its importance in the end time. Confession, repentance, and intercession. I'm sorry, I'm running through this real fast tonight because we're running out of time to answer a lot of questions. So we're going to do a big prayer in the end. Amen. Confession, repentance, and intercession. We confess our disregard and lack of knowledge to our Father's plans for the land of Israel. We repent for our repeated attempts to steal his glory by endorsing the division of his land. Amen. Glory be to God. We want to give praise and thanksgiving to our Father. We praise you. Yahweh Kabodi, the glorious one, for the promise that Yeshua will reign from Jerusalem. We endorse your internal purposes. Amen and amen. Amen. Glory be to God. We're turning our hearts to our nation. Amen. Glory be to God. To the leadership, Yahweh. We pray for Donald McGahn, the White House counsel, that your spirit of truth rules in his legal advice of President Donald Trump. Amen. Confession, repentance, and intercession. We repent that our disregard for the perpetuity of the land-grant covenant has put our nation under your sovereign judgment for failing to bless Israel, Genesis 12 and 3. And I do have that up. I will bless thee who will bless you. I will curse anyone who curses you. And by all your families on the earth shall be blessed. Somebody say, I'm going to be blessed. Tell them I'm going to be blessed. That land covenant is blessing me right now, covering me right now. Amen. Hallelujah. We give praise and thanksgiving. We live gratefully praises unto you, Yahweh Kabodi, the glorious one, as you awaken believers to the covenant and the promises of your Torah. Remember, I said the Torah was the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. You have to remember there was lots of promises, lots of teaching, lots of instructions in those five books. Amen. Glory be to God. Closing. Hallelujah. Worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Amen. Our Father, your Hebrew letter Yod symbolizes an open hand, reminds us that you show no favoritism. You accept all those who come to you. We stand in awe that you preserve your holy land to welcome your chosen people home. You are Yahweh Kabodi, the glorious one. Tomorrow night, we're going to be reading the Abraham and Mosaic Covenant. We start 8 o'clock prompt. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, it's 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Mountain Time, 5 o'clock Pacific Time. Amen. Uh, if you're in uh, Nigeria or Australia, Australia is a day and a half ahead of us. I cannot believe that. This is another day for them. Uh, I found that out when I was running my radio station, so I have to judge their time a different way. Amen. But these are the times that we're here. Come back tomorrow night for this continuing of the covenant. Learn more about them. Amen. Glory be to God. And thank you tonight for all of your questions. Yes, I will call you. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Um.
please, Yvonne, I think it was you I said I needed to talk to you. Please uh, put a reminder for me in my box so I can uh, contact you and give you my phone number. Thank you. Amen. And Dion, could you contact, could you connect with Yvonne as well, too? Dion is uh, in the vine secret, uh, administrator. I'm not going to call her the secretary. She's the administrator. Amen. <laughs> yes, you got work to do. Stop complaining. She's so such a hard person. Can she? Can she? Um, ask her to find me on Facebook. I want you to find her. You want me to find her? Yes, you can find her. You got it. You got it going on. Okay. Amen. I love y'all. Y'all look, y'all look, right. yeah, 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 I love you tonight. Okay. Right. So praise be to God. Um, Hallelujah. Oh, Dion. Yes? No, no. I'm yes. going to be super in green. You can close your mic now. Thank you. Huh? I'm going to get Super Jean the Green to pray for us. Oh. Okay. She's going to pray for us. <laughs> Super Jean the right. Green? Yes, ma'am. Pray. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Father, Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we want to thank you for this lesson. We want to thank you for everyone that has come. Everyone's questions was very interesting. I've learned a lot myself. I'm quite sure everyone else has also. I want to thank you for Minister McQueen and her insight, her knowledge of teaching the Torah. I want to thank you for opening my eyes as well as as everyone else's on the different confidence that you have for us. And yes, we are involved in it also. I thank you for that. I thank you for keeping um, the hurricane victims safe. Yes, thank you, Lord. I thank you for keeping everyone in touch with their families to let them know that they're all right. Yes, Lord. Through uh, Facebook and other social media that they're getting in contact with. I want to thank you for everything for today, for keeping us on with our minds stayed on you through the day. And we will be praying our hearts out for Israel, the world, everyone, everyone, because we all need it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So glory be to God. I want to thank you once again. What I say? This class is coming next year. Get your book. They sell them on Amazon. Amen. Glory be to God. Coming right after Teshuva is the cross. I'm putting this on um, 
on the website that we have, and it's, the website is itvmctrainingplace.com. Amen. Glory be to God. You want to be there so we can start getting these lessons. If you don't want to wait for me to post these onto the website, you can go to Journey of the Journey to the Cross. No. Yeah. Oh, go to Tommy C. Higgle. That's what you got to do. Tommy, type in Tommy C. Higgle's name and his website shows up. And he has all of these lessons in there. The lesson we're going to do after this I call is uh, Constantly in Crisis. Every time I turn around and make crisis, God, what, what am I going to do? Oh, good. Thank you, Lord. All right. Amen. And this is the beginning. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. This is the beginning. This is the teaching that we have uh, for the new year starting. We're talking with going from the beginning of the first book of the Bible. And just like our other book, it has lots of teaching in here. And you want this book. Amen. Glory be to God. And once again, this is another one of Tommy C. Higgle's stuff. Um, I got a book that I'm getting from. Marilyn, Marilyn Griffith, she has a teaching on revelations that I want to do, and that will be, after we finish this, we'll do revelations. So I kind of mix and match my stuff according to how God is telling me to do it. So I would love to see a lot of people when I finally advertise this class, be ready because you're going to have to have this book and you're going to want to have this book. Because without this book, if you have been called to be a prophet, a seer, a dreamer, you're going to want to know your place in the prophetic uh, wheel. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, Dion Parker, that's in our room, was licensed by me 2014 for her, she got a prophet's license from me. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, the Lord uh, had me finally get all my stuff together. And I got all my seals. I got everything. I'm ready. I, I'm missing one thing. And uh, as soon as I get that, it, it, as soon as that come in, I'm going to put everybody's licenses back together and ship them out again. Um, I also have for all the pastors that belong to In the Vine, I have your pastoral book. So um, we're going to be doing a training on the pastoral as well, too. But that will only be for my leaders and my pastors. Amen. Uh, I don't have many because I don't want a lot. Amen. Glory be to God. But if he gives me more, bless him. Bless him. Amen. If there's not any more questions tonight, amen. Glory be to God. Uh, once again, my name is Pastor, Apostle, Pastor Orlena McQueen. This is In Divine Ministries. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to thank the Lord. Amen. For everyone who stopped by with questions once again. And uh, I'll be happy to see you tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, the Hebraic Covenant. We're doing Abraham and Moses tomorrow. So glory be to God. Can't wait to see you then. God bless, and you have a very blessed night. And I will be calling you, Dion. Thank you. Uh, Dion, you still here? Oh, she left.